Kia ora. Welcome to the Arise Church podcast. For more details, you can find us at arisechurch.com. Today, we're going to hear from our Wellington Life Groups pastor, Logan Craig. We really hope you enjoy today's message. Father, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you that your presence is meeting us right where we're at, Lord God. Lord, I'm asking, Lord, that you would move and use me as a powerful vessel for your spirit to flow through. Lord, so that your message would be heard, your encouragement would be captured, Lord God. Lord, that something of this message would fall upon every heart. Lord, be a seed that would fall into fertile soil to spring forth in due season for a mighty harvest that would see your glory come, Lord God, that would see change and transformation from the inside of our heart, Lord God. We give you praise, we give you honor, we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, here we are, week three of our series, Becoming Like Christ. And uh, I don't know about you, but I found this series incredibly challenging. And uh, I thought it was challenging before the week lead into today. <laughs> and uh, then I realized, no, no, it just got a little bit harder, praise God. And, uh, you know, for me, I love that because whenever there's a, a battle, I know that God wants to do something. And I know that God's trying to use me in a way to speak to some people. And that's what I feel is on today. I feel like there's, there's a weight on today because God wants to speak something into every heart. And I believe he's meeting not just us in the room, but every person joining us online. Wherever you're at, I want you to lean in this morning. Hear the word of the Lord this morning. There's a promise for you that God wants to speak directly over your life, encourage you on, on this journey. We've been speaking about becoming like Christ, a series that we've focused around the journey of us becoming more and more like him. And uh, this morning, uh, well, sorry, before this morning, as I was thinking and prepping, uh, I got kind of stuck in that idea of the journey. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't really like the journey. Sometimes, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but maybe you think that maybe it's, you know, wouldn't it just be better if we just got to the destination? And it got me thinking, you know, how often do we neglect the journey because we're so focused on the destination? that we can sometimes miss out on what God's doing in the journey. And I feel like this is what this series for me is all about. It's a reminder of the journey. It's a reminder of the becoming part. You know, becoming, in uh, one dictionary definition, says it means a process of change. A process of change. Process doesn't necessarily excite a lot of people. But I honestly believe that as we go on this process of change, as we continue in this series, that we are genuinely going to become better people on the other side of it. And I'm praying that what I have to share this morning, the encouragement that I have to bring, maybe a little bit of conviction in Jesus' name, that it would help you in your heart posture to realize that there's a journey that God's got you on, but it's that, it's a journey. It's not a destination. And sometimes we just need to realize that we need to find joy in the journey. 
We need to find joy in the process. The process of becoming like Christ can be an incredible, incredible process. But we need to be attentive to what God is doing in the process, amen? On every step of the way. You know, when I thought about Logan becoming more like Christ, I often reflect of myself in third person, (laughs) communicate that way uh, sometimes. I so quickly got caught up in the bigness of that. Logan becoming like Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Son sent by a Father in heaven as an atoning sacrifice for the world. The bigness of that really hits me. Yet, what we're saying is that I can become like Christ. You too can become like Christ. This is the journey that we're going on. How incredible and how mind-blowing is that? That the God, the author, and the creator of the world would use a son as an example for us and then say, hey, you can be like that son. You too can be like that son. Tyler, my message for those taking notes this morning is, I'm taking the narrow road. I'm taking the narrow road. See, when we said yes to a relationship with Jesus, when we started out this journey of Christian faith, we chose the narrow road. We made a conscious decision to put all our time and focus in walking the narrow road. There's a passage of Scripture that we're going to go to in Matthew chapter 7. We're going to read from shortly. Jesus speaking. This is Sermon on the Mount, commonly known for, for many of us. And he speaks this message. He gives these four subtitles in Scripture. And it's the first one that I really want to land us in here today. But it's four subtitles. It's four different comparisons when we think about life and our journey. Matthew chapter 7, starting at verse 13. It says this, Enter through the narrow gate, for the wide is the gate, for, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. That's the beginning part. There's other comparisons we read of true and false prophets, true and false disciples, wise and foolish builders, all talking about the same thing, saying the same thing but differently. But this morning, as I say, I want us to focus and sit in the narrow and the wide gate. The idea of a narrow and a wide gate. A narrow road and a wide road. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. What's the path that it's talking about in the Psalms here? It's the narrow road. It's a narrow road. It's our decision whether we walk the narrow road, which path that we take, which gate in which we entered. And I know that it's the Father's heart that every one of us would choose the narrow road. And I want to encourage us in our journey on the narrow road this morning. If you're on the narrow road, I'm believing this is going to encourage you and empower you to look at your road differently. Later on in this period of time that we have together today, there's going to be an opportunity where you can become, begin the journey of beginning on the narrow road and walking in the plan and the purpose that God has for you as well. 
So here's God giving this message and he starts it out talking about a narrow and a wide road. See, the thing is about God is that when he created us, he created us and gave us free will. He had a perfect plan and a plan of how he wanted things to go and how it was all set out and marked out. And we can read very early on in Scripture how that plan didn't quite work out for us. And, but the fact is, as I said before, that Jesus Christ was sent for us as an atoning sacrifice so that what we can walk the narrow road. We can carry a grace, a confidence, a faith inside of us to walk the narrow road. What does that really mean? It means becoming more like Christ. Walking the narrow road is the journey of becoming more like Christ. It's his heart for us to choose that narrow road. So what's the difference between the wide and the narrow roads? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's look at a few things here. The narrow, it's our choice. The wide is the road on which we're born on. The narrow road leads to life, the wide to destruction. The narrow road is difficult, the wide is easy. The narrow is long, the wide is short. The narrow is disciplined, the wide is undisciplined. The narrow is thoughtful, the wide is thoughtless. The narrow is God-centered, the wide is ungodly. The narrow is eternally connected to God, the wide is eternally separated from God. What road are you choosing to travel today, church? In your day-to-day, -day, what road are you choosing to travel? Are you choosing the narrow, or are you choosing to travel the wide? It's so important for us, I think, to constantly be reminded of that, to be aware of that. Because I think when we identify what road that we're walking on, when we identify the journey, in fact, that we're on, it actually helps shape what we carry in our heart and therefore what actions flow from that. See, the narrow road, walking the narrow road, it's, as, as I've said, it's eternally connected to God. The narrow road constantly as we walk it pushes us closer and closer to Him. Why? Because it's a more difficult road, praise God. It's a more challenging road. The journey with Christ, the journey of becoming more and more like Christ, I just want to let you know, if you don't know already, newsflash, it's difficult. It's not always going to be easy for you. But the thing is that we serve a God that has resourced us with everything that we need to walk that narrow road and do it incredibly well. And that's what I want you to capture here today. Yes, we can look at the narrow road and we can think, ah, oh, it's difficult, it's narrow, it's challenging, not many are on it, doesn't look that appealing, probably looks dark at times, probably doesn't necessarily show us a bigger, greater picture of where we're actually headed. Why would we want to travel on that? Well, because as we travel on that, I'm telling you, that leads us, what, to life. It leads us to life in abundance. It leads us to a place that we couldn't get to by ourselves, praise God. Church, I want to encourage us, I want to stir us, every person here in the room and every person joining us online. Would you choose the narrow road? Would you make conscious decision every day to live a life that chooses the narrow road? Why? 
Because there's a whole bunch of people around us that need us to walk that road. There's a whole bunch of people that are looking at us, that are being encouraged, inspired, that are inquiring of God by looking at how we're living our life, by looking at what road we're choosing to walk out. Whether we're choosing to obedient, be obedient to what God's called and asked of us, or whether we're choosing our own plan and our own direction. Recently, I read some statistics that were done looking at about just over 700 youth surveyed in our nation. And of these 700 or just over 700 youth that were surveyed, 45% of them felt deeply cared for by someone around them. 40% of them feel like someone believes in them, yet only 18% feel secure in who they are. And 15% feel optimistic about the future. Isn't that fascinating? This is, just, this is just youth in our nation. A slightly smaller group was surveyed, looking at community. 23% agreed that they feel comfortable in their community. 24% agreed that they feel that they are a part of a community. That it's important to them. And that they expect to be in that community for a long time. Wow. Got me thinking, you know, if that's a snapshot of the youth of today, what does that look like in other demographics in our nation? What if I looked at that in like, you know, more mature aged demographic of our nation? Kind of like 30 to 40, you know? What would it look like, you know, 50 to 60, 70 to 80? What would people, how would people respond with the same questions being asked? What would they connect to? See, the thing is, and what I've come to encourage you on today is that I feel and know that there's a current generation of Christians that need to live a life on the narrow road to help change statistics like I've just read out, turn them into a positive so that more and more people look at community and they think, you know what, I can be a part of that and I value that, that they would put time and attention and effort into something that they can see a greater cause and purpose for. But church, it's on us to walk the narrow road. We need to choose the narrow road. We need to choose to make a commitment to be a follower of Christ, to walk out the plan and the purpose that He has for us, not to deviate from it, not to get creative on it and try and change it, to manipulate it in a way that it benefits us, but walk it in a way that's humble, that's respectful, that's honoring, that's God-fearing. That's committed to the journey long term. We need to be a people that will walk the narrow road as long and as arduous as it can be. Why? So that those around us would look at us and say, you know what? What you're choosing to do doesn't really make sense. But for some reason, I feel like I need to be walking it with you. 
There's people today and I feel like that there's people in your world that are looking at you and they're trying to find Christ in their world for themselves and they're looking at Christ through you and it's how you're choosing to walk your narrow road that's going to cause them to get to a point in their life where they can't deny Christ any longer and they say, you know what? I think I'm going to buy into what you buy into. I think I'm going to drink from the Kool-Aid a little bit and I'm going to come to church sometime and then before you know it, you're walking on your narrow road. You're staying committed to the plan and the purpose that God has for you and suddenly that person comes along beside you and they're like, hey, you've been walking this road by yourself and I thought I'd come on the journey with you. Can we walk together? Absolutely, let's walk together. There's family members that are distant from God and they've seen your walk with Christ, they've seen your commitment to the narrow road and they're saying, oh, it'll, it'll wash away soon, you'll get over it soon, it's just a fad. Just a fad. How many people have heard that? Oh, a Christian thing, it's just a fad. You'll, you'll grow out of it. You realize, no, 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 the more of us that make a commitment to stay committed to the narrow road, to show people, I ain't growing out of this thing. I'm growing in Christ, not out of Christ. I'm growing closer to Him, not going away from Him. I'm choosing a narrow road, a difficult road, a challenging road, but it's a blessed road. It's a blessed road. It's a prosperous road. It's a worthy and noble cause. Amen. Church, we need to keep choosing the narrow road. Keep choosing the narrow road. Studies were done. Brain scientists looked at brains, funnily enough. Bless you. What they found is that when they looked at brains is that that thoughts that we, repetitive thoughts that we have actually create uh, like a crevice, a, a crest, uh, like a, uh, I'm not thinking of the right word here, like a, gro- a groove, a groove, a groove in the human brain. Repeated thoughts make grooves. They, repeated enough, become deeds. Deeds repeated enough become concrete routines. That's why I'm saying we need to keep choosing the narrow road. We need to keep reinstating in our minds the groove of the narrow road. The groove of the narrow road. Why? So that everything that we do flows from that place. Gets to a point where it's routine, it's subconscious. You don't even, you don't have to think about it any longer. You're just, I'm just doing, this is just how I do life. This is just what I'm called to be. This is how God's called me to be. We need to keep choosing the narrow road. The natural functioning condition of the brain helps us to learn in the best scenarios. In the worst scenarios, these thoughts become ditches of self-doubt, of phobias, obsessive thoughts, vices, misdeeds, or worse. I want to encourage you, whatever you're repeating, make sure it's things of Christ. Make sure it's the things of Christ that you're repeating in your life. Keep those things going. Make sure that those grooves in your brain are the deepest grooves that you carry. Not the grooves of doubt, not the grooves of insecurity, not the grooves of fear, not the grooves of anxiety, not the polluting thoughts that you have about who you think you are. No, 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 no. Come back to what's God spoken about you? What's the truth of who you really are? That needs to be the groove. 
The narrow road, choosing the narrow road, it needs to be a groove that we constantly reinstate. So it becomes routine. It becomes just part of who we are. Why? For, so, so that we would know Christ better. So that we would know him more intimately. As I said, we can't walk this road on our own strength. We can't, we can't choose the narrow road. You, you can't come to a point of salvation and, and, and enter into a relationship with God and be like, cool, I'm on the narrow road, life's good. No, you've got to keep walking that thing. This is a process. It's a journey. Saying it with a smile because we need to have a smile on our face. Because we come into weeks like we have and we fall sick and we get in our own head and our own mind and we go, man, this is so frustrating. Life's so difficult for me right now. Really, it's not that difficult, Logan. You're just sick, okay? It's going to be okay. You're going to live. You're going to get through this little short period of time. Why? Because you're on the narrow road. God has graced you on the narrow road. Keep focused on Him on the narrow road and you will keep walking. You will keep walking, amen? What does the narrow road maybe look like? Well, for me, what did it look like? It, for me, there was a period of time when I was about to board a flight to Australia to go on a rugby tour. I think it was a Saturday night. We used to do church on a Saturday night. I know, out the gate. <laughs> and here I am being impacted by the power and presence of God on a Saturday night in a church service. And I couldn't make sense of it. And my dad came over to me. I must have been, you know, showing signs of emotion, probably, you know, wet stuff coming out of my eyes, something like that. And I'm like, Dad, I don't know what's going on. And he said, son, you're about to get on a flight and go away on this rugby tour. And you've chosen to be in the house of God the night before you fly out. And your friends, what are they doing? Probably most of them are preparing to go for a big night on the town before they go away. And that was the truth that I found the next morning when I rocked up to the airport to board this flight. Half my team had been out on the town, half of them still heavily intoxicated from the night before, boarding the flight to go. Church, that's me choosing the narrow road. Hey, come out with us, hang out with us. Social time's going to be good. You know, have a couple of OJs. It'll be amazing. We'll get you home nice and safe. No, no, no. Or I can choose to be in the house of God, lifting my hands in worship, saying, you know what, God? You are worthy of my praise. You are worthy of my worship. Sometimes it's when God puts a family or a person inside of your heart and says, hey, financially they're battling right now and you have seed in your pocket that could help them, would you give of that seed? And so I go to a cash machine and extract some cash, put it in an envelope, and I go to that person and I say, hey, I just feel like God wants to bless you today. Would you take this? Having no idea what their situation or their circumstance was, that's me choosing to live life on the narrow road. There's people around you that you're in workplaces you're in sports teams, sports clubs. People are jumping on people. People are speaking bad things about other people, part of your team. People that you sit with, that you spend eight hours of your day with, 40 hours a week with. And God's saying, hey, will you speak up for them? Would you champion them in this public environment? 
Would you champion them in the private environment when they're sitting at a lunch table by themselves? Would you go over and just encourage them? Say, hey, you know what? I heard what such and such was saying about you. Just so you know, it's not true. You're not like that. What I know about you, you're a great leader. You make great decisions. Church, that's us choosing the narrow road. Just small moments, decisions. What does that do? Just builds that little groove in our brain. It says, hey, choose the narrow road. Take the narrow road. See opportunity to spread the love and the truth of Christ. Amen. If the band could come, that would be amazing. There's so many opportunities that we have across our day to choose the narrow road. But it's up to us whether we take that opportunity or not. Every person in this room, every person that I'm speaking to on Potato and online this morning, can I encourage you? Choose the narrow road. You need to choose it for yourself. But man, there's so many people around us that need you to choose it. But here's the greatest thing. There's witnesses up in heaven that are looking down on us, that are clapping and cheering for us, saying, choose the narrow road. I'm so proud of you, brother and sister. Go for it. Make that decision. Praise God anyway. Give that word of encouragement. Give that gift of faith to someone else. Give that gift of encouragement to someone else. There's a great cloud of witnesses that are championing us on, saying, would you be the church of Christ that lives a life on the narrow road, that stays committed to the journey long term? As people, you're hearing this message. Would you hear from a 37-year-old, am I 37, 38, 30-something-year-old man here today, 30-something? I need you to stay on the narrow road. I need you to stay committed to the plan and the purpose that God has for you. Because I need that encouragement. I need that assurance that He is a good God. Why? So that I can keep taking one step after another on the narrow road, on the journey that God has for me, saying, you know what, God, this is difficult. This isn't, there's not a lot of people around me. This doesn't feel like fun right now. But I know what, Dave, he keeps walking this road. He's been doing it for 40 years. I can go one more day in Jesus' mighty name. God, I don't know what you're doing in this situation, but I know Jill down the road, she's been walking this journey for 13 years. I can go one more day on my journey, on my walk on the narrow road. Praise God. God needs us to do this, church. We're His number one and only plan. There's no backup plan. There's no backup plan. There's no plan B. We're at... So would you make a commitment today as I am in my heart afresh? Come before God and say, God, I'm choosing the narrow road. Would you stand to your feet here in the room? Those in Potidor, you as well. Church, I'm choosing to walk the narrow road. And I'm praying and believing that there's a whole bunch of people here today that have heard this message is saying, you know what? I'm going to make that commitment too. I'm going to make that commitment too. I'm going to walk the narrow road. I'm going to choose the unpopular over the popular. I'm going to choose the difficult over the easy. 
I'm going to choose the narrow over the wide. Why? Because God is with us. He has placed us on this road. And He is going to keep walking with us on this road until it comes to the day of completion. He's going to do this journey with us long term. He's not flaking out. He's not changing His mind, church. So if you're here in this room, if you're joining us online, those in Pariroa, and you feel a stirring in your heart here today that says, I need to choose the narrow road. I need to commit to the narrow road. For some of you, that, that's not an easy decision. The situations and circumstances that you're facing, you're like, yeah, Logan, that's, that's good for you, but you don't understand what's going on in my life. You're right, I, I may not know what's going on in your life, but do you know what? I know the God in which we serve. I know the God who's placed you on that road. And I know that his word says, be strong and courageous. I know that his word says, we are able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what we could hope or imagine. There's promises all throughout his scripture that need to be our encouragement to choose the narrow road. So I want to pray for every person that's making this decision afresh. Just in your heart, you've, you've, been, you've been in relationship with God, you've been walking with Him, but you know there's some things in your world that you've kind of just shifted to the side a little bit, and you're just like, can we just bring that into like my plan? Can we just make that a little bit more comfortable for me? And God's saying, hey, we could. It's not going to be worthwhile. But if you stick with my plan, if you stay walking with me, I tell you what, there's a blessing that's uncontainable on the other side of your obedience. As you keep walking, there's things that I'm going to do within your heart that you could never do if you don't keep walking this journey. So if that's you this morning, I'd love you to lift your hands. I want to pray for you. God's stirring you. You know there's situations and circumstances. You feel like you've let him down. You've made a decision not to do what he's asked of you. I feel like there's forgiveness coming upon some people in this room. There's forgiveness coming upon people online here this morning. You feel like you're not worthy of walking this road. You are. You absolutely are. Lord, I'm praying for every person with hands raised here this morning with a condition in their heart that says, God, I'm choosing the narrow road. Lord, I'm asking that you would Move upon them today. Reinstate courage, confidence, a boldness in them, Lord God, to walk every day on that narrow road. Lord, not just do it because we have to, but do it because we want to. Do it because it brings joy, Lord God. Do it because we know that as we do that, we are giving all honour, all glory, and all praise unto you, Lord God. Lord, I'm asking that you would reveal to every one of us where it is on our day-to-day that we can walk and choose the narrow road. The, the situations and circumstances, Lord God, you would prompt us in our hearts 
to say, hey, I'm choosing the narrow road today. I'm choosing to walk with God today. I'm choosing to approach it from a heavenly perspective, not my own ambition, not my own will. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray, I speak longevity over our people to walk this walk on the narrow road, Lord God. Lord, I thank you. There's men and women receiving this message today. You're stirring afresh so that they would pass on the wisdom that they have onto someone else and help them walk on their road, Lord God. May we be an encouragement to many, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for the obedience of these people. I thank you that they're choosing you today. They're saying yes to walking the narrow road. For your glory, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for the Arise Church podcast. We hope this message has blessed you. For more content or resources, visit arisechurch.com. Matiwa. See you soon.